Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Thank you for joining me today. As always, I appreciate your company as we all take steps to create a career we love. Today, I want to talk about how to respond to negative feedback because this isn't something that we're very good at as human beings. We tend to get very stuck and feel a lot of pain and anxiety and negative feelings when we get feedback that isn't what we would like or isn't necessarily positive. And it's so important that we draw awareness to how we do respond to negative situations and negative feedback, firstly, for our own self-awareness so that we can actually use it as an opportunity to grow and improve. And secondly, feeling negative feelings, it's horrible. It feels like shit. We don't want that. We actually want to move through those negative feelings that come from negative feedback as soon as possible so that we can get to a place where we are feeling ourselves and we are feeling capable and empowered to take action rather than getting stuck and dwelling on the negatives and allowing our minds to spiral out of control, which is what tends to happen. Because when we get negative feedback, we tend to have a fight or flight response. So we either go into flight where we just want to go into ourselves, withdraw, step away from the situation and hide out. Or we go into fight mode where we get defensive and angry and full of rage that we are getting this negative feedback and we become defensive and sometimes even aggressive. And neither of these responses are very constructive. And so today I want to share with you a process to actually use negative feedback as a way to fuel progress and results for yourself. So the first part of the process is really getting that negative feedback. And we tend to all have a reaction in that moment. As I said, for some of us, this will be withdrawing into ourselves. For others, it will be lashing out and anger and frustration. And look, irrespective of what your natural response in that moment is, I want you to treat yourself with some compassion here and be a bit kind to yourself. Because yes, we have an instinctive reaction and it's not always our best response, not always something we're proud of. But By even having the awareness, we are able to change how we respond in future and we are able to change how we move forward with the information we have. So first of all, don't beat yourself up if your initial response is something that you're not particularly proud of because our brain goes straight into shame and disappointment and quite often fear when we get negative feedback. Our brain catastrophizes the news and goes into worst case scenarios and starts thinking that this one piece of negative feedback is a reflection of us as a human being. And that's just not true because our self-worth should never be tied to a particular piece of feedback, be that negative or positive or a particular achievement or failure. We are worthy as human beings, even when we screw up, even when we are not doing the best job. And even when we do do outstanding jobs, it doesn't make us more worthy as people. So we need to just be really conscious that Negative feedback does not change our self-worth or our intrinsic worth, our intrinsic self-worth. It is just a piece of information in the moment. 
And that information is really a reflection on the value that someone else sees that we provide. But in this moment, when you are reacting and you are feeling your feelings, I just don't want you to dwell on the negative feeling, right? Because then we will just spiral on this slope of shame and disappointment in ourselves. And the further down that spiral we go, or the further down that pit we go, the harder it is to get back up. So I want you just to have some compassion in the moment, respond however you respond, of course, try and keep it cool and calm and professional and constructive, but realise that this is not the time when you will best process the information because you are immediately in a defensive state. So just give yourself some time to react. Treat yourself with some compassion here and be aware of your responses. Once you've had the time to sit back and process the information and cool down a bit and lose some of the heat in the moment, this is the time where you actually want to start gathering information because negative feedback is an amazing opportunity because it actually tells you what you're not doing. It gives you so much information, more so than positive feedback. It is actually a better way to learn and move forward because people are sharing with us what their concerns or frustrations or disappointments are. So we can learn and grow from this. And in order to do this and to really hear the message and the lessons and the learnings, we need to be in a calm state. We do not want to be defending ourselves here. We want to just be taking this as feedback. My suggestion is is set up a follow-up time to actually sit down with the person or the people who have given you this negative feedback and be really straight with them. Just say, look, In the moment, I was a bit shocked or I wasn't processing everything you told me and I would really like to understand the feedback you gave me so that I can use it as an opportunity to move forward. So can we actually catch up again so I can really understand your point of view and digest the information in a meaningful way? And people are generally more than happy to do this because people actually want you to succeed. And particularly if this is feedback from your employer or your customer or your client, it is in their best interest for you to do well. So create an environment where you can talk openly, both you and the person or people giving you feedback, and show up and be present. And as you're talking through this, I want you to think about the concept of value because value is determined by the person that's paying. And as I said, that might be your employer or that may be your client. And so if you're receiving negative feedback, it's because of one of two things are happening. The first is that you just aren't delivering the outcomes that they expect and want, in which case you want to get clarity on what those expectations are. And the more information you have, the easier it is for you to achieve those outcomes. So be open, ask lots of questions, ask clarifying questions, go deep so you can walk away from the session with absolute certainty and knowing about what they want you to be achieving. What does high performance look like in their book? What would you be doing differently? And probe, go deep on this. You don't want a surface level conversation here. You want specific examples. You want metrics. You want as much information as you can get so you can create a plan and get into action to resolve the concerns and achieve the outcomes that they desire. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free career confidence masterclass. 
This is for ambitious career-orientated women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. Now, the other thing that can happen is the person who is paying you, again, employer or client, they may just not see the value that you are bringing. So they may have a set of expectations and you may actually be delivering on all those expectations, but they don't see it, in which case you have a visibility issue because they aren't seeing the results that you are actually achieving. And now this is a really big one especially for women, because we tend to squirrel away and do the work and hope that someone notices. We don't want to showboat or talk our achievements up. But if your employer or the person paying you doesn't know that you're achieving all these wins, that is a massive shortcoming. They perceive your value at a completely different level to what it actually is. So In this moment of information gathering, this is not about proving your case. You are not here to defend yourself in this conversation. You are here simply to gather the information. But I want you to be really aware if it is a visibility issue. So again, gather the information, understand their expectations, their metrics, what they want from you, and then take that and go away and you can always prepare a response to state your case but you can do it in a really thought out and intentional way. So keep looking at this from the perspective of the person who is paying you because they're the ones that determine the value that you bring. And they are also the people that can give you the clues and the information to help resolve any challenges or shortcomings that they see in your performance and in your work. So once you've done this, once you've gathered this information, I want you to take the time to really reflect. Think about everything they've shared with you and sit with it. Now, as much as we may not agree with the feedback we always get, what they perceive, what that person perceives is absolutely real. So don't just discredit their feelings or their insights because they are valid and you need to be able to address and respond to those in a constructive way in order to have a strong working relationship and to move forward. So really give their feedback some consideration. Think about what is true. Think about do I agree with this or not? Is there a piece of information that they don't know? How could I approach this differently to get the results they want? How could I demonstrate the results to them? And keep asking yourself these questions until you have some really solid answers so you can actually bridge the gap from the results that they think you're achieving and the results they want And you have a plan to move from point A to point B. That's your job. That is what delivering value is. So take that time to reflect and really create a plan to not only achieve the results that they desire, but also to demonstrate the value you bring to increase your visibility. Once you have that plan in place, it's then about actually stepping back and communicating it to that person. And don't let your brain overcomplicate this. As I said before, they want to see you winning. They want to see you achieving these results. So don't get too convoluted in how you portray this. Just be straight up about it. I'm performing here and you need me to be here. This is what I'm going to do. And get their feedback again. They might have some ideas that are not on your radar. So be open to that and use this as an opportunity to not only 
improve the results, but also to build a really strong, trusting working relationship that will support you not only now, but into the future. Because people actually value someone's potential and commitment more than they actually value the results in the moment. So they are more likely to invest time and effort in you if they can see that you are committed and you are the type of person who will achieve results. So bear that in mind, even if you're not performing where you would like to be right now, this is an opportunity to bridge the gap through these conversations, through creating this plan, and people will respect you and they will go into bat for you if they know that you are committed to delivering the outcomes they need. And they will find ways to support you. So keep that in mind. And then once you've gathered the feedback and reflected, put the plan into action. Start trying things and constantly be refining and reviewing what you were doing. So seek feedback in the moment, not just at the planning stage. Keep asking yourself, what went well? What didn't go well? And what would I do differently? And take those learnings and tweak and tweak and tweak until you are achieving the results that you want and the results that your clients and your employer want. And I've spoken about this on the podcast before, and I'll link to that podcast in the show notes, but having a growth mindset is the differentiator for successful people because we all screw up. We all fail. We all are learning, but it's about how quickly you respond. So whether you use things as a learning opportunity and as information to progress from, or whether you get stuck in the mud with the information and get held back by the fear and the self-doubt. And I don't want any of you to be in that position. I want you to be moving forward. I want you to be stretching towards big goals and big results and outstanding performance. But be mindful, this is a process. It is always a process. You know, they say, you know, failure is part of the journey to success. And the same is true of negative feedback. You need to get through the negative feedback to get the positive feedback. And if you aren't getting negative feedback at any point, then it means you are playing small. You are not pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. It means you're doing a good job, but you aren't ever going to be doing an outstanding job because you've never had to develop the skills and the resilience and the mindset to push to great things. So if you are wanting to have that outstanding career and achieve big results, then you need to get comfortable with processing negative feedback and using it as a growth strategy for your own progress and your own development. Okay, my friends, have a beautiful day. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Take care. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. Thanks again, have a beautiful day, and I'll see you next time.